From the studios of Teeing It Up in the swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up Presents. Matthew Stucco is with us on Teeing It Up today uh, for January 12th, 2021. Um, Matt Stucco of the Yes Network, but that's not why he's on this program. Good morning, Matt. Hey, Shil. Good morning. I'm so excited to be doing this with you. Second time doing it. It is nice and early in the day. I've always loved your energy. I've loved your consistency, your persistence, everything that you do. And man, you've been in the podcast game for a while, so this is always a fun time whenever we link up. So I'm excited to be here today, so thank you for having me. It is my pleasure. Thank you for doing this, and and thank you for the kind words. It's very kind of you. Um, Here's why Matt's on the show. Um, Matt is on the show because he has launched a brand new podcast, which if you know Matt or if you don't know Matt, it is the quintessential Matt Stucco podcast. It is called Keep Swinging. And I'm going to let him explain what it is in a second. But those of you who know Matt are going to look at this and say, yep, that's exactly Matt. And those of you who don't are going to want to download this immediately because it will leave you feeling better than when you started. And that is the biggest compliment that I can give Matt or anybody who has a podcast is, do I feel like I got something from spending whatever amount of time it is with this person. So, Matt, the floor is yours. Explain what what Keep Swinging is. Hey, Jeremy, thank you so much. It definitely means a lot. Again, especially coming from somebody who's been in the podcast game for so long. I I always respect your feedback, your opinion and whatnot. So those words definitely mean a lot. In terms of the podcast, wow. So I named it Keep Swinging because it's all about persistence and finding success through consistency and everything that i've done in my life has not been overnight anything that i have done in my life that i've tried really hard and giving 110 percent effort over a long period of time has always at some point evolved into something positive now at the time it may have not been so good or so positive or, or, or what it seems to be today, but um, just all about that staying tunnel vision, staying focused. So what I'm doing right now is I'm having a lot of guests on who have similar stories, but at a much higher level. I'm talking Manon Riom, the first ever NHL woman player to play in the NHL or any of the four major pro sports. Um, just uh, guests like that, you know what I mean? Um, who I want listeners to hear their story and to walk away, like you said, feeling inspired, feeling motivated. I think that right now, there's no better time to be doing that with the pandemic going on and, and people wanting to live their dreams. But 2020 just seemed like such a big wall for them to leap over, climb over. So this podcast is all about just inspiring people and motivating people and I'm just hoping that that's what it's doing. I've seen a lot of great feedback so far, especially on social media. But um, yeah, that's that, that's that's the main gist in in short. For those who want this, uh, who want yet another example, this week's episode is exactly what Matt is going after, because this week's episode is literally somebody who had accomplished what they thought was their dream, which is making it to Major League Baseball. And then deciding, nope, uh, we're going to leave the game and do something else. So explain who this week's guest is and 
and and what this general premise is for this for this week's episode because Micah's story is very unique. Yet I think it's like a lot of people who think they've gotten to where they want to go and then they decide, nope, that's not where they want to go. Man, you just gave me the chills. <laughs> but yeah, so Micah Johnson, he's one of my buddies. I met him through baseball, and the day that we met, he, we just lit, clicked like like that, you know, and we stayed in touch, uh, and he decided one day to stop playing baseball and to pursue his dream of artwork. So from the outside, you're looking at this like, wow, this guy's making Major League Baseball, professional baseball money, and now he's leaving a game that he loves and has been playing for over 20 years of his life to go take up art where there is no security, no hey, you're going to be making a million dollars this year doing this. Uh, it was just so admirable, and I want to share that story because, like you said, there's a lot of people out there who go to school for business, go to school for marketing. They get their corporate job that they love. They get their uh, playing a sport that they think that they love, and then next thing you know, uh, they want to change, but a lot of people are afraid to change. They're they're not excited or they're they're afraid of uh being uncomfortable you know but it's all about becoming uncomfortable to get comfortable and i thought michael was a perfect example of that and one of the thing about all these guests is that they're all people who i know outside of mano and angie bolero who's the actress and and great producer and director and, and author but uh i want to try to share my friend's stories to again inspire and motivate people because it's it, again like we are in that time where it's 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 really tough right now um i think anybody would be lying to you if they told you that it wasn't so and it's also a really good time sorry i feel like i'm rambling a little bit but no, it's, it's also okay, a really good ahead. time yeah it's also a really good time too because people have extra time so when you clock out of work, you're not going to go to the bar for happy hour. You're on a Friday or Saturday night. You're not going to go to a club or a, a restaurant and spend all your time there. You're likely going to be at home. So if you're at home, you might as well try to be productive doing something, whether it's creating something, um, spending time with your family, whatever it is, uh, and, and, and making the most of it. So in this case, anybody can listen to this podcast and say, that they want to maybe give art a shot or some sort of creative activity a shot. And who knows, maybe they'll fall in love with it like Micah did. Uh, Micah didn't know about his love and passion for art until 2016 when the manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Dave Roberts, pointed out to him or had him uh, uh, paint a, a picture of, of Maury Wells, a Dodger great and Dodger coach at the time. So you don't know what your capabilities and your talents are until you actually give them a shot. So again, like if you're at home and you're not going to the, the, the bar or the club or a restaurant on a Friday or Saturday night, just try to pick up a new hobby, try some stuff out, you know? Um, and it doesn't matter what other people say. Um, I think a lot of people know that Matt and I, uh, went to the same college. Um, I, I love this kid to death. But what a lot of people probably don't know about Matt and why I am so excited about this podcast and why I told you that I wanted you on the show 
literally the day that it launched, I think I texted you and was like, when can I get you on the podcast? Um, is that Matt has grinded and he's done a lot of things, a lot of things that are sexy, a lot of things that are not sexy, and he's gotten to where he is. And then there's all the stuff that's personal and obviously we won't go there. But the bottom line is he's worked hard and he's, he's gone through the ups and downs and now he's at a place where he's thriving routinely. And the point of this is that even if you don't want to work at a, at a sports television network, even if you don't want to be in clubhouses or locker rooms, even if you come from this and you like where you are, but you think that your significant other isn't where they are, if you are down in the dumps and you need a pick-me-up, that's what this podcast is. This podcast is not a depressing podcast. This podcast will talk about the downtimes. It's not like a happy, happy, joy, joy podcast. Um, there's plenty of moments that guests speak to how they get down the dumps and, and how they ended up down in the dumps. But it's also about how they bounce back. So to the point about not going out to dinner or not going to a club, um, even though both you and I wish we were at clubs right now, let's just be honest. Um, <laughs> like, this is the podcast to listen to on those nights, and I'm so proud of Matt for doing it, and I'm so proud of Matt for putting this together. Um, and we'll get to how he's doing it in a second, because it's a totally incredible thing he's doing, and it's two different ways you can... Uh, consume this podcast and there's two different podcasts within a podcast we'll get to all that in a second but what Matt Stucco is doing here in terms of giving people something to listen to no matter what your background is is incredible and I give you a ton of credit for that dude no thank you I really do appreciate that and I mean just myself my entire career working sports uh, I've never had an agent I've, I've never had anything handed to me. I've, I've never, I've definitely never let a label limit myself. And, and still to this day, I don't allow that to happen. And, and we actually talk about it on the podcast too, about how labels are bad for any industry that you work in. So I just want to try to share that message with everybody. Cause I think a lot of people see me as, Hey, that's really cool. Uh, what he's doing with his with his life right now, his uh, his career, it's so awesome. Not realizing that, like, that I didn't have anything to fall back on. You know, like it was always just myself doing stuff. Whether like I had an Instagram post about this, I've been using the same camera to shoot videos that I used from back when we were at Quinnipiac together. That's how much. I'm just trying to make use and, and create any way that I possibly can and, and do stuff on my own and, and take matters into my own hands. I'm trying to control all the controllables. And again, at that token, I've, I've never had that support system of like a big time agency or, 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 or anybody kind of like stepping in and marketing me to places. Like it's just always just been hard work and just pure genuine relationships hustle and i want to try to show that with this because like it's it's not about stepping on others it's not about 
trying to step over others or, or, or anything. It's, it's all about just like work on you, focus on you, have your head down and great things can happen. So that's, that's another, uh, point that I want to try to really get across at this. Like, cause again, a lot of people would think that like you could just show up on this huge stage one day, like major league baseball but not really realize that there were about 10 years of covering minor league baseball behind that. And then even after those 10 years, before I actually ever really get it on TV, there's another five years or six years of me filming all of my own stuff, me editing all my own stuff. And then another five years on top of that until something else happens. So again, nothing happens overnight. And that's why I call it a keep swing because in my head, I, I just keep on thinking like, Hey, just keep on swinging. Just kept, keep on stepping into the batter's box because baseball is a failing sport and life could be a failing sport too, you know? Um, but if you get three hits out of 10, that's not bad at all. You're batting 300. So uh, it's it just just trying to keep that mentality of, of again, keep swinging and, and don't let anybody knock you down is, uh, is, is something that I try to get across. There's so many people out there, especially during the pandemic and everything that's happened over the last 12 months who need positivity. And that rubs off on you in this podcast. So what Matt is doing rubs off on Matt Stucco in this podcast, and that and that oh, for sure, and, and and that brings it out from the guests. Um, so I I, I I just can't say enough that if you're looking for something positive, keep swinging with Matt Stucco. Is that as I hinted earlier, there are two different ways uh, to consume um, keep swinging. So tell the folks about the two different options. They are very different options and it speaks to two different crowds that, um, uh, digest stuff in two different ways. And this is not a boring ass zoom. This is actually (laughs) incredible. And partly why I know if I ever get insomnia, I can probably text you and you'll be awake and can text me back and can help me fall back asleep. Yeah, that's very true. And uh, no, thank you for saying that. I appreciate that you recognize that with the podcast because it is audio and video. So the way that I've been able to get to where I'm at in my career ever since high school is by using all these different skills and talents. So I know how to shoot video i know how to edit just like anybody else uh who who wants to take their career to the next level and i was just like you know what why don't i just do that with this if i'm recording audio i might as well just record video anyway and i love editing video Uh, so i decided to set up all the cameras that i have at home inside of my second bedroom and record on video all these interviews and one thing that i really tried to do from the get-go is make it not look like a zoom as much as possible because we all have zoom fatigue we've all been on zoom with friends family members work whatever it is so i want to try to present something that looks completely different and i thought that by shooting with all these different cameras and all these different angles, they're not the sexiest cameras by any means at all, but they're cameras and they work. Um, so I decided to use those because I want to be able to offer to people a way to either listen to the podcast on Spotify and, and, and Apple and everywhere, or 
watch the podcast because I'm also a very visual person. I'd rather watch something than listen to something. But if I'm if I'm in the car or if I'm in the kitchen, I enjoy listening to something. So I'm aware that people like to consume their content in different ways. And also, too, by shooting video, it's a good way to be able to shoot teasers that entertain people on social media. So that's what I tried doing. Um, and, and that's been a fun part, too. Uh, it's 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 been a lengthy process because I edit all this stuff myself. So if you have an hour long interview or an hour and 15 long interview, then you do the math. But because this is something that is a hobby of mine, the time that I have to actually create this is my free time outside of my full time job. So going back to what you said before, if, if you want to text me at two o'clock in the morning, there's a good chance I'll be awake. Or if you want to text me at 6 a.m., there's a good chance that I'm going to be awake because that's what I'm doing. This I'm making sure that I create opportunities and fill in my free time by making this content that hopefully will help other people. I love editing video. Uh, this is a, you know, teeing it up is a podcast where we try to say the truth as much as possible. Are you sure that's a truthful statement? Because <laughs> there's me? very few people in this industry that would say that quote. Quote, I love editing video, unquote. Yeah, well, t- to be honest, to me, it's, I, I, this is something that I don't love. I don't love puzzles, right? But to me, editing video is like putting together a gigantic puzzle. I know that it's going to take a ton of time to do 10,000 piece puzzle, but in the end, it's going to look pretty good, hopefully. And I don't put anything out that I don't like. So I will watch things over and over. And even after I edit a video, if I find myself watching it, that's how I know that I made a good video in my opinion. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I'm not tired of it yet. Um, but yeah, so so I enjoy that, and and again, like one of the reasons why I don't want this to look like a regular Zoom, and and why I kind of decided to make it not look like a, a Zoom is because I had time to kind of study the market and see what other people were doing to see what I liked and what I didn't like, and even to this day, except for maybe some like news stations like Sunday morning CBS show. Everybody, for the most part, is still using that Zoom camera, you know? So uh, <laughs> I just want to make it look different. I just, I just want to try to make it look as best as possible. And, and it doesn't matter to me. And I, and I understand that maybe all, only 100 people will watch these interviews in the first, like, few months of being up on YouTube. But I, I know that that's part of the process. I know that's brand new. And, and, and I know, too, that these are all evergreen videos, and I did that on purpose because I want you to be able to watch or listen to these videos in audio today, and I want you to be able to listen to it in five years, and it still makes sense. So, uh, yeah, none of these videos are ever going to go away, and when you listen to them, it'll feel like brand new. Um, Scott Van Pelt made a point recently that I thought was really um, interesting. We all have Zoom fatigue, we all have FaceTime fatigue, we all have Teams fatigue, we all have, you name the platform, we have it fatigue. Yet there is an upside that people and viewers um, have accepted a little bit of crappy audio and a little bit of crappy video. And the fact that they can get somebody, boom, spur of the moment, on a FaceTime, 
from a locker room or right outside a locker room and the audio doesn't have to be great and the video doesn't have to be great, but as long as you can get the content through and as long as the connection's good enough to where two people can talk and it can work, um, you've got a, a formula that can work and you can get more guests that way. And, you know, take, for example, the Tampa Bay Lightning coach, who you may know his name. I, I honestly forget his name offhand. But he went on Scott Van Pelt Sports Center and was wearing a Virginia men's basketball hat. And the guy said he had never met Tony Bennett, did not know that team. But they went from worst to first, and that was what they tried to instill with the Lightning. And I wow. thought that was a beautiful use of an interview where it was shot right outside of the locker room. He wanted to go party. Scott wanted to let them go party. But he noticed this hat, and the and the view was clear enough where he was able to pivot off that and get some really interesting stuff. And I assume that that coach and 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 Tony Bennett have since had a conversation. Wow! Um, yeah, that's but, really cool. But I but, love that. But that's what I think the beauty of this is: is that we we're accepting of not crappy video, not shitty video. We still need to be able to hear and see. But the fact that your cameras may not be the sexiest, latest, greatest, awesomest camera ever, I think is okay. And I think we can accept that as viewers and as listeners and as consumers of your content. So I think it's not only a perfect match of time and content and guess, I, I, I think it's a really good match of format content guess as well. No, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, all these years when I've still been using these same exact cameras, I always think it looks, in my opinion, looks great. I always get really good feedback. I, I get that, like, an iPhone 6 may not be the sexiest, but, hey, it looks pretty damn good at Yankee Stadium on the Jumbotron, so <laughs> <laughs> if, if it looks good on a huge screen like that, it's going gonna, it's gonna to look good and clear on another screen. So <laughs> Here's something I've never asked you, and I think I can ask this question, and if not, we'll edit it out. Um when you are at Yankee Stadium as a fan and you see something you did on the Jumbotron and, and you're there with friends and you're off, okay, let's just make this really clear. Matt does get off days as much as he may not want to use them or as much as he may want to do something else or some side project. He actually does have off time. Um, and you're at a game and then you see yourself on the Jumbotron. What is that experience like? Oh, man. Yeah, it brings a smile to my face because it's been so long since this happened. I know. Uh, we all need to get pandemic. back in these damn stadiums. Yeah, uh, and it kind of makes me more grateful for the times when that would happen, and I would step back and, and enjoy it because I understand that nothing lasts forever, and the, the last time you see something or watch something or do something may be the last time you do it. So I always try to take certain experiences in, um, but... Uh, the creator in me, man, when I see these videos on the Jumbotron, a lot of the times I'm actually listening to the audio to see how it sounds on the booming <laughs> stereos at Yankee Stadium because I want to make sure it sounds good. <laughs> and, and, and and I try to put myself in a fan's perspective because a lot of them happen during batting practice. So I'll, I'll try to see if I find myself sticking to the jumbotron while the players are taking batting practice like if it's if it's intriguing and interesting enough to continue watching and i'll find myself pleasantly surprised 
I'll be like, wow, this is actually like pretty cool, you know? Like, because again, you, you gotta take a step back. If you don't take a step back, how are you gonna figure out if something that you're doing is good or if it's bad? Yeah. Um, and, and I do enjoy it. Like, uh, I'll never forget there was one time I was with Becca and, uh, Becca's sister, Libby, and we, we were at the game pretty early. It was a day game. So usually, generally during day games, it's it's pretty quiet. Like the teams don't take batting practice. And yeah, uh, a video that I did was on the jumbotron. I actually kind of like watched it. I was like, wow, it's pretty sweet. And like I remember like looking over at like Becca and like Libby and like seeing like the joy and happiness in their eyes. And I was like, wow, it's pretty cool because you get so used to being there by yourself, and then finally you're, you're with family members or or friends or, or, or people who are close to you, like loved ones. And like, you see the, just the happiness by them. That was like, that was pretty cool. That was a feel good moment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, some of the, some of the other videos that I do, like if it's, if it's like one of the car ride videos, I'm like, damn, this is, this is pretty crazy. This is like <laughs> XXXXXL stucco <laughs> right, right now in front of me. But I do enjoy when people would take pictures and, and send them over to me, or if I haven't heard from anybody in a long time, they'll send me a picture of the screen and say, hey, I see you. So um, th- that's always a fun time. And, and the people over at Yankees On Demand, they do a great job of, uh, of all the content that they do. And, and I'm just super grateful that they think that mine is good enough to display every single home game. Final question on this for Matt Stucco. Um, have you ever had a stranger come up to you and be like, wait, are, are you the guy in that video? So here you are. Uh, sorry, perfectly in street clothes. You're just a fan. You paid your money to get in, all that stuff. And, and by the way, for those who don't know, Becca is uh, Matt's wife. Um, you know, you're there, family, friends, just enjoying yourself. Have you ever had strangers, like, you know, tap your shoulder back when we could do that? And, you know, and be like, wait, is that you? Was that you in the video? Yeah, uh, it happens pretty much. And I'm saying it's completely, like, humbly not like bragging or anything like that but just to answer the question and pulling back the curtain a little bit that does happen every single time um when i'm at the stadium working when i'm not working it's a little it's a little bit different like i'll wear a hat and i've i've been recognized before for sure when i'm with becky and like she'll think it's really cool and (laughs) anytime anytime it does happen i always make sure just out of like being myself, I, I just ask general questions because um, I want to learn a little bit about them and, and, and know them and remember them and get closer to the people who take the, their time and, and, and invest their energy into my creations. The way that I think about it is that if somebody's watching a 10-minute video that I do over and over and over and over, well, I'm going to at least give them like five, 10 minutes myself because I appreciate what 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 they give to me without even knowing me. So, um, and also too, a lot of times I, I, I notice that people always ask questions. Like they ask a lot of questions and stuff, which is cool and I'm happy to answer them. But I, again, like I want to know about them, you know, like there was one time I was on, on a flight and we were boarding from Miami going back to New York. We were actually at um, John Sherpa's wedding mm. and we were, we were coming back from there. Shout out to John. Johnny the Ripper listen listener of the podcast go ahead yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so 
me and, me and Becca we were uh, sitting on the flight as it was boarding and somebody actually came up to me there and introduced themselves and I was like damn this is pretty cool like never been recognized on a flight before but again it was one of those instances where they're like oh hey where were you where are you going or like oh man that's so, that's so awesome you're at a wedding but like I'm just I'm, I'm sitting there I'm like hey what are you doing down in Miami <laughs> yeah you know like <laughs> like I want to I want to know about like them you know what I mean um and it's cool it's a, it's a cool way to meet people and stay in touch with people like there's just one dude rich uh who I bumped into at Yankee Stadium wow might have been one of my first years of working there and he said stucco and I was like hey what's up man and ever since then we've been keeping in touch on Instagram and like and I love seeing his posts and like just like going back and forth. And another dude, Brian. I mean, he uh, another. He, I bumped into him the first year again that I was working, and uh, in the Bronx. And he said that he wanted to be a, a, a sportscaster, a journalist one day. And now he's doing his thing. Like he's like an adult now. Like back then, he was a kid. <laughs> so like. It's just seeing that I'm like damn like he knew what he was talking about back then and now he's like doing this, this thing now so it's, it's cool to see stuff like that you know what I mean because if you don't ask those questions or, if you, or anything like I, I wouldn't have these connections to these great people totally uh, Matt Stucco's with us uh, usually from from the Yes Network but this time uh, for something completely different um, I'll I'll pivot back to the podcast uh, with with this anecdote um which is that Tom Zimney uh, is a gentleman, and if you're listening, hi, Tom, um, who is Bruce Springsteen's video archivist. And I've met him a couple times, and, and the second time I happened to be next to my parents, who are like, wow, Bruce's video archivist knows you? Wow. <laughs> well done, Jeremy. You've done something good. But first time I met him, I made a request of trying to get a Super Bowl special. So what people may not know about Bruce Springsteen's Super Bowl appearance is that uh, his main uh, personal uh, 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 film guy was documenting the entire process start to finish. And that program aired before two networks that have a high cable uh, percentage usage in this area got rights to the NFL network. So there's a lot of people that have not seen a very cool Bruce Springsteen special solely because of the network that it aired on was not available in said geographic area. And I said to Tom, I said, hey, can we try to get this re-aired? Because I think there's a lot of people that, that, that were not a part of this. And he looked at me and was really engaged with why I was requesting this why I made the request, what the background was. He then explained to me what, what the issues is, which is obviously a bunch of NFL rights and all that kind of stuff. But it, these people do want to talk to you. These people do want to get to know you and, and get to engage with you. And I think that's, that's the cool thing about what you're doing and what Tom's doing is that, look, he may not be able to do everything. You may not be able to do everything. You know, you would love to have Tom Brady on the podcast. Um, I would love to have Tiger on the podcast. I've already requested once. Uh, Mark Steinberg, if you're listening, hi, I'm still out here. Same email as last time. Um, you know, so like we would like this, but there's always something you can learn from somebody and from your fans. And Tom was open to me and, and you know, these people are open to learning from you and it's a great opportunity to have a back and forth. And 
kudos to anybody who's come up to Matt and kudos to anybody who's come up to me. And uh, thank you. To- Dude, that was, that was great. That was a great example. And I love, uh, I think anybody else from New Jersey, I love Bruce Springsteen, so I love hearing that. And actually, now I want to watch that. Yes, working on a dream and, and also Super Bowl too. journal. Um, <laughs> there are places on the internet where you can find it. Uh, I won't go further than that, but uh, but they are trying to get it re-aired or get it into a you know one night only ticketed event kind of thing to figure out if they can show it somewhere because. Literally, Optimum and I believe the other one was Time Warner Cable, which is now Spectrum, did not have rights to the NFL Network at the time. And those are probably the two biggest cable carriers in this area besides Verizon Fios. So (laughs) you've got a big hole of Bruce fans that never saw that special uh, 12 years ago. So anyway, um, this podcast, Keep Swinging with Matt Stucco, which is why he's in the show, is available... Twice a week, which is the other thing. So you get inspired one day, you get more the other day. So while Matt is open to changing what days things air, so we won't go to specific days, but this podcast comes in in two parts. So explain to folks part A and part B, and that's how we'll call it for now. And please subscribe, rate, review, which we'll tell you later. Um, And if he flips when things are airing, you'll still get all the content. So go ahead, sir. Thank you. Yeah, so on Mondays is when the full episode comes out with the guests, which can go anywhere from 20 or 30 minutes up until 45 minutes or an hour. And the reason why I wanted to have out on a Monday is because I want to be able to get people's week started off on the right foot or or have them listen to something positive or inspiring that could possibly set their tone for the rest of the week. And then on Thursdays, if you really enjoyed that guest, you could listen to the bonus content with them which at the moment is on the house. So yeah, everybody gets at least five or six minutes to 10, 15 minutes of bonus content with the guests, which I just kind of ask some motivational questions and, and like little things that a listener can uh, listen to and apply to themselves to try to help make them better at whatever it is that they're doing. So it's almost kind of like, uh, like I want to say like life coaching, but almost in a way like something like along those lines. Um, so it's all very valuable content that these guests are sharing with themselves because they're very successful, each of them, in what they've been able to accomplish, whether it's hockey, whether it's art, whether it's um, footwear, just like anything. So I want to try to, again, give listeners something to listen to on a Monday that's lengthier and then on a Thursday if they really enjoyed the gestures they left that interview saying they want more well now they have the option to have more so um, it always comes out 6 a.m. Monday and Thursday on um, YouTube included so yeah so I, I, I try to make sure I get all these videos out and on Instagram and on Twitter I try not to post so many clips because I don't want to give away the entire interview and also too. I understand that this is brand new to myself, just as as it is to a lot of my followers on Instagram and on Twitter. So I, I get that not everybody's going to love it. It's not for everybody, um, and and I and I understand that when I see certain numbers and how videos perform, some will perform better than others. But I, like I don't let the numbers, I don't let the likes, I don't let 
any of that stuff kind of get to me or determine what type of content that I'm putting out. Because no matter what, I'm just going to put out stuff that I enjoy, that I think other people enjoy. If they enjoy it, awesome. If they don't enjoy it, awesome. You know? You are the first guest in history, I think, to say that I fully understand that some people may not like the may not like some comment, <laughs> content, and it may not be from them. Um, kudos to you. That is some honesty that I don't think. The last guest on this podcast was a golf fitness expert that gave his cell phone number out live on the air. Um, that's the first time in 13 years that's happened. I believe you may be one of the first guests in 13 years to admit what everybody knows, which is that not everybody likes everything you got. So um, I, I yeah. appreciate the honesty. We will get back to keep swaying towards the end of the show. I want to diverge onto a couple things. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, th- to kind of expand on that, the way that I think about it is that People think about me, in this case, baseball. So it's like, it's always like baseball, baseball, baseball. So it's like you go to a pizza shop and now all of a sudden the pizza shop has tacos. <laughs> Some people are going to, myself, I love pizza and I love tacos, so I'm going to love the tacos. So I'm going to probably order that at some point. <laughs> but I know a lot of people are coming to get the pizza. So, Dude, um, dude, uh, dude, dude. Have you read my rundown? Because my rundown literally has keep swinging <laughs> followed by Chipotle. So, <laughs> so uh, this is like the perfect, uh, this is why he is a professional, folks, because he somehow hacked my rundown. Um, I'm you, a little bit mad at Chipotle right now, I'm not going to lie. Uh, uh, all right, all right. There's 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 a beef here apparently. So um, yeah, man, right. they're they're advertising this cauliflower rice, which is kind of expensive. It's an extra like two something, so you get extra cauliflower rice. It's an extra five dollars. And then I ordered it, delivery, and I kid you not, this was Becca's bowl. There was zero cauliflower rice, so I spent an extra five dollars for beans, cheese, lettuce, and salsa. And the guacamole, but the guacamole is free on the veggie bowls, which there's no veggies on it. So I'm like, what What did we just order? If you, sorry, it's, sorry, this is like, this is probably a bad year to be complaining about no, uh, no, Chipotle it, deliveries. But it's it a just, laugh. It's, it's, a, it's a laugh that I think some, <laughs> some people need. Um, for those who are not aware, Matt is, is obsessed with Chipotle. I have one Chipotle question. Oh yeah, sure. What you got? And knowing Matt, he will he will loop in about three things within that because that's just how Matt goes, and this is why I love him. <laughs> um, on a given day, right? It's you. It's Becca. You're done with everything. You have no worries. Are you going Chipotle or are you going with something else? Because I feel like Chipotle, Chipotle for you is like the I'm good. Let's chill and let's have Chipotle. And for some people, that's a nice restaurant. For some people, that's, you know, for for me, it's Subway. If I'm traveling anywhere, give me Subway and I'm good. Um, for some people, it's, you know, like they're kind of rewarding themselves and it's an Applebee's type thing or it's a Friday's type thing or it's a... Or it's a uh, or it's a Wendy's or Burger King type thing and they're splurging for something. Is that what Chipotle is for you, or is it also a go-to lunch or dinner or whatever meal you're 
pre-pandemic, it was for sure a go-to lunch. And then definitely I would like bring it home after work or whatever, or like for dinner, or, like on the weekends or whatever, get it for lunch. But during the pandemic, when you can't actually go in and order your bowl and you get like the pickup or the delivery, that's when a lot of things can go wrong with your order. <laughs> so because of that, we haven't been getting it as much. So I, I guess like if, if, if there's a meal that we're going to make, I love making pizza and I love making French fries. They don't go together. So I make them on different nights. But <laughs> I've, uh, he says yeah, so I mean, matter of factly. Night, um. <laughs> yeah, the other night we made sushi, and I was asking if I could make a a, a French fry sushi roll. And, uh, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that got a hard no. But the, the the rolls that I did make is kind of funny because I named one the Fat Matt roll. <laughs> I just made this thing gigantic. It was like the, using the last of the rice, the last of all the veggies and stuff. So I just rolled the fattest sushi roll that I possibly could I named it the fat mat roll it's pretty good um but yeah so like pizza and uh and and french fries are the go-to makes in the stucco household for sure um (laughs) there's so many (laughs) things I can do with that but I'm not gonna touch it um (laughs) you the thing that I love about you um is that you grind you grind you grind and because of your grind, you've got to be um, somebody that can run around. And Soul Cycle for you, pre-pandemic, was your um, was one of your go-tos. Uh, let's just take a step back. Let's eliminate the pandemic here. Uh, Soul Cycle, why has it been so successful for you? Yeah. So there was a, there was this one girl who's teaching classes her name was Julie and she's actually kind of a really good example of, of somebody who would be on the keep swinging podcast like she's working this corporate job hey you may just... have found your next guest <laughs> I mean you yeah. may have found your next guest here. <laughs> <laughs> seriously yes yeah she was working a corporate job and then she's like yeah you know what I want to like work in fitness do something that I love and she decided to become a soul cycle instructor and she was just so nice and to myself and Becca and I think one of the reasons why is because where we live in Fairfield County as a lot of people know who are listening to this it's a very uh, it's a very wealthy town and area and Becca uh, having her Midwest roots and family and, and myself just being a laid back Jersey Shore dude um, we're very very uh, I guess you could say normal people uh, compared to a lot of the <laughs> the Fairfield County uh, type up here, you know, like the vineyard vines, uh, vest wearing type. So when we go to these classes, it's in Westport, which again is a very nice town. So the relatability of myself and Becca with this instructor, Julie, I think we just hit it off really well because it's just like, hey, we're just like, younger people who just like like to have fun and like work out you know like we're not like the 50 year old millionaire coming in here or the 40 year old house mom just like coming to get that 30 minute a, a, a week workout and so uh we both like took a liking to each other and then it was just like a nice like 
wait to do something with your significant other an hour and 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 it's in a room where you can't get text messages or phone calls so it's a great way to detach and and for me and it's a great way to push yourself as well so for me it's it's like very therapeutic uh so then after me and becca went to a lot of classes together there was an instructor uh julianne who's just an absolute boss like she's a mom um she's from the south so again kind of like becca like she just has that mentality of of where she's from and that attitude just like a very nice person and down to earth that's actually the term that i meant to find before like when i said regular people me and becca like we're just like to think that we're down to earth um so i started going to her and she teaches these classes on fridays that were an hour long and just like absolutely pushing to your limits and not that many people would be in them because it would be in the middle of the day on a friday but because I would be going to Yankee Stadium those nights and working at night, it was possible for me to go to these classes or if I had off on a Friday because, you know, working in sports, your schedule's all over the place. So I'd go to these classes and, like, just the stuff that they would say in there was just so inspiring that um, it just became, like, a nice, like, regular routine. And it is expensive, so I kind of looked at it as a treat and a reward rather than having to go work out like it was like i get to go to this class i get to have fun like i love to go to this and um yeah so now we got the bike inside the apartment if we didn't have the bike i'd probably be over 200 pounds right now from eating all the pizza and french fries that i've been making (laughs) (laughs) but uh but dude i'll tell you what man like for keeping sanity this this bike i'm looking at it right now it's it's been it's been an absolute uh savior in a sense but um if yeah, you can get that in- bikes uh who we won't name uh if if we can get that that um those people to sponsor teeing it up i would be greatly appreciative <laughs> i love that you didn't name the other bike yeah, you know what's funny about the whole bike thing too is that like all these like bike people it's like it's like you're either a or b so i'll, I'll name it uh for you but like Peloton or Soul Cycle, like Soul Cycle people, it seems like don't like Peloton people, and Peloton people don't like Soul Cycle people. I've taken both. I enjoy both. I don't care what type of bike you ride. Like if you enjoy it, if it makes you happy, it makes you happy. I'm not gonna like bash one or the other. And also, too, I don't think like one or the other is like very cultic. I just think that like if you find an enjoyment in it, if you get a great workout in and if it keeps you physical and active all right we'll do it you know i don't i don't care how or what type of machine it's on like just do something that makes you happy matt stuckos with us from from the us network but this is not about the us network uh, this is about keep swinging podcast which we will get back to and finish up with in one second but matt you may not come from Roots of money, but you do come from a good fashion sense on you. <laughs> Thank you. Your one fashion tip for 2021 for males. Wow. For males. That's a great question. For males. So I just went through all my clothes the other day. <laughs> I'm actually looking at a bag that I got to go donate to Goodwill, but. Uh, good on you. Yeah, I actually had Becca. 
come into the room and I'd pull up a shirt and I'd say, good or bad. <laughs> just because <laughs> I had to get the emotional attachment to some of these shirts, but um, that helps clear, <laughs> clear out some space. Yeah. Man, fashion tips. To be honest, I would just say, Oh, man. I think from a... Uh, uh, I would say don't go crazy. You know, like look in your closet, see what you have. You don't have to buy thousands of dollars worth of clothes. See what you have, wear what you like, and just be comfortable. I've worn my Under Armour joggers for days in a row. I'm talking like four or five. And that's with or without cleaning them. Um, and when I say without cleaning them, I'm talking like maybe I'll wear them for an hour and change into something else. But uh, I don't know if that's gross or not, but I promise you I'm not sweating in them during that hour. But like, yeah, I, I, I've noticed that you don't really need a whole lot of clothes. Like I, I have a lot of ties and, and suits and stuff, but I think as long as you have a healthy rotation of just a few items... I think you're pretty good. So if you're out there listening to this saying that you need to buy new clothes, you probably don't. If you're out there listening to this saying that you, uh, you're not sure what you like out of your wardrobe, we'll go through everything and leave yourself with only a, a handful of options. And I think you'll be pretty happy with uh, what you select. I don't know if that was a really good tip. No, but. it is. No, I, I think people feel pressured to wear the hippest, latest, sexiest, you know, brand or line out there. When in fact, <clears throat> nothing is stopping you from looking good in what you already have. Um, yeah. Just, and also, I, 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 I think the other thing that I'll say is find somebody that you can trust with fashion don't find a yes person. That is the worst person you can find is somebody that says yep. you, you look good in everything. Find somebody that is a little critical. Um, one of the nicest things anybody has said to me is, I hope uh, uh, this was the morning after a, a wedding. I hope you felt as good as you looked because people could look good but feel horrible. Mm-hmm. So it flips that sentence around and it was so powerful. And that was because of a couple people who came to me and said, hey, you're wearing two baggy suits. And I'm like, huh? Well, my, my suits fit perfectly. <laughs> and we went through the process of explaining what the heck I was doing wrong. And I'm like, oh, I see what you mean. My my pants are fluttering in the wind. Yeah, that's probably not good. Um, yeah, you know what? It's funny. It's funny that you say that because, uh, like, what year was this? This is 21. Oh, no, what year was it when you, uh, like, when the wedding was? Oh, end of 2019. Oh, okay, Because, right. like, depending upon, like, what trends are in there or whatever, like, like, that look was probably good. May have fit better back in, like, 2013 or 14. But then in five years, when you go back to look at when it wasn't in, in style, you're still going to say it's baggy. Or maybe you're going to say that was the style. <laughs> so Yeah, no. And this was referring to a 20, uh, 2018 wedding. That So 
the, the wedding I was a groomsman in was 2019. The wedding that, that some people came to me and said, hey, you're wearing stuff that's... And I look good. It was just that the, the, the pants were too baggy. And that was 2018. And just the point that I... And I think you were making too, which is things are cyclical. But at the same time, find somebody who you can bounce things off of. So that the day that you're celebrating is about whatever the person or thing you're celebrating is not about your fashion uh, 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 boo-boo because nobody wants fashion boo-boos. <laughs> yeah. um, Yo, you know what? Actually, now that you bring this up as an example, I think my one fashion tip would be, and I was, was kind of alluding to this before about like keeping your like wardrobe kind of like smaller, just like working with what you got. Like, just keep it simple. You know, like a black t-shirt or a green t-shirt or a blue t-shirt or like a solid blue button down, those will never go out of style. So you could always just wear one of those and, and not have to worry about like some crazy looking print, some, some I, I don't even know what it is, some huge graphic on your shirt, you know, like yeah. just, just like wear the simple stuff. Totally. Matt Stucco, usually of the S Network, but on this podcast for the Keep Swinging a podcast that he just launched. Matt, where can they find this content? Yeah, sure. Uh, so on Instagram, at Matthew Stucco. On Twitter, at Matthew Stucco. And then on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, Keep Swinging with Matt Stucco. That's where I have all the guests. Um, but yeah, before we get off, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on. Like, I've learned so much from you about the podcast landscape and that's been another great, exciting part of this entire process is just learning something completely, completely new. Um, if you, again, if you all do want to listen to the podcast as well, uh, I promise you at least one of them, you'll walk away feeling motivated, feeling better. And I know from firsthand experience, when I interview all the guests that I have on the show, as well as editing them, because they're talking about their success stories. And I'm just like, I have to finish editing this because they're telling me about all the things that they went through to get to their success level. Well, like, <laughs> why should I not finish this edit? Or why am I going to stop this edit 30 minutes short to go, like, have a white claw or go to bed or, like, do something that's not beneficial for myself, you know? Um, so I promise you that you guys will all definitely, definitely enjoy and, and, and feel like a better person after listening to uh, a lot of the guests that we have on. So yeah, I can, I, 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 I can fully endorse that message. You will feel better after listening to keep swinging with Matt Stucco, Matt, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for coming on teeing it up. It's my pleasure to have you, but thank you for saying yes to this. Dude. No, of course. Hey man. And my, my last question for you will end on this. What's, what's, uh, what's on deck for lunch for you today? Uh, what's on deck for lunch with me? Um, we don't have any turkey, so I need uh, grilled chicken and something. All right, cool. And if you ever need a good uh, French fry recipe or any sort of tips in the French fry game, I like to call them stucco frites or pizza. Let a brother know and I'll hook you up. Uh, thank you, brother. I, <laughs> I appreciate that. And um, that is the first time French fries have closed a podcast. Um, <laughs> you're the best 
He's not stucko. I'm Jeremy Schilling. This has been Teeing It Up. Subscribe, rate, review, preferably five stars to both our podcasts. We, we greatly appreciate it. And um, uh, we will see you next time here on Teeing It Up.